0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, 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 what up, what up, though? It's your boy Reggie Watkins, and you are listening to I'm Probably Right. Rate this review, subscribe, comment, but please don't be hating. My man Kevin Cleveland's running the show, engineering, producing as always, and find us. Anywhere you find your podcast, right? We got we're on Apple, we're on iTunes, we're on Spotify, um, we're on TuneIn, we're on Google Play. But the main home for I'm probably right is Believe Podcast Network. That's B-L-E-A-V.com. Make sure you find it if you like the podcast. Tell a friend. Today, we got uh amazing news right i mean we're gonna talk about the nfl draft we're actually recording this right now as the draft is taking place because i'm a bonehead and i forgot that it was actually happening at five o'clock we're gonna talk about the nba playoffs and the miami heat and the bucks (laughs) but first up ah so today is a good day for me um Know the name of this show is I'm Probably Right, right? And you know, I named it that because I could be wrong sometimes, right? We had a a buddy Jay Lee on the show, uh, probably the beginning of the show when we first started it, and and he was like, I love that the title, I'm Probably Right, because you're telling people that you most likely know what you're talking about, but you are willing to be wrong, except when it comes to Lamar Jackson. I told y'all what was going to happen a year ago. We had to go through all the shenanigans of him sitting out games at the end of this year. We had to go through... People talking about what kind of money he turned down and who he wasn't better than and how much more somebody else was getting paid and he would never get this contract. He would never get that. He only won one playoff game. He don't deserve no money. He's not going to get generational wealth. He's only going to play on this franchise tag because don't nobody trust him to be a real quarterback in the NFL and where you at now? Huh? Where are all y'all at now? I I hate to be the guy that says, I told you so. But I told you so. (laughs) Lamar Jackson just signed a five-year deal for $260 million, making him the highest paid player ever in the NFL. $185 million fully guaranteed. Not the uh, $180 that, that Jalen Hurts got with... Only, I believe, really like 112 being fully guaranteed. The other part of it is for injury. Lamar got 185 guaranteed up front because that dude stuck to his guns and held on to his leverage, which I've been telling you he had, but people didn't want to believe it. Lamar Jackson didn't need the Baltimore Ravens as much as the Ravens needed him. And why do they need him? Because they play in the NFL A league that is ran by quarterbacks. And when you have one, you pay him. That's what you do. You pay him. Especially a dude that you have never put pieces around so that he can actually show how great he was. He's just been great running a team that had no weapons besides Lamar Jackson. And so they finally did what they should have done last year. Hell, they should have done this two years ago. But I'm, hypothesis, I'm my hypothesis is Lamar just didn't want what they were offering. And so he waited and waited and waited and did all this without an agent. Where I had numerous people, friends of mine, calling the boy dumb. Saying his mama was crazy for being his agent. Him, Lamar Jackson and his mama just worked out. The highest contract in NFL history. How you what you got to say, Dad? Right? I'm so excited for this dude, man. I don't even know this man. I'm just excited for the for the for what is to come for players. I'm excited for what is, is happening on the landscape of how people are going to work on these deals because that changes the game for so many people. There will be now more top name and famous athletes in the nfl who will not have an agent lamar jackson just signed a 260 million dollar deal agent gets three percent of that right three percent of that so one percent of 260 is what 2.6 multiply that by three that's 8.4 million dollars that he is keeping in his family's name and why wouldn't he (laughs) <laughs> why wouldn't anybody if you you because when you become Lamar Jackson, when you are an MVP, when you are in a league that is desperately seeking MVPs, especially at the quarterback position, you own all the leverage. You don't need no damn agent. You don't need to negotiate. All you need to do is tell them what you want, when you want it and how you want it. And they better do it or they will be without an NFL NFL MVP quarterback on their team it's that simple and it's been that way since the beginning of the time we had guys like Richard Sherman talking about it in his podcast he didn't understand why quarterbacks weren't taking fully guaranteed deals after Kirk Cousins did it I mean it just makes sense you guys have all the power and it comes down to guys wanting to be cool with the owners and their agents wanting to be cool with the owners but guess what Lamar was like, "Nah, man, I don't got no agent, so ain't nobody got to be cool with y'all. Just give me my bread. And bread they gave him. And now I know what's going to happen. Everybody's going to try to move the needle now because I had dudes. And I'm not even talking about, I'm not even talking about, you know, because it's always, I always talk about it. And there's, sometimes there's a racial component to this thing. And of course there is. There's tons of white people out there that were like, oh, he's not, oh, he is, is a runner. He's a runner. He can't throw the ball. He's just, he's just an athlete. But there was black people too. <laughs> black people too. My own friends who I have to clown and talk to on a regular basis who just wouldn't give this dude an inch. And so now what's going to happen is people are going to put on him. How come he ain't won nothing now then? They gave him all this money. He better win the Super Bowl. I just want to ask them same people. Josh Allen signed uh, a, a deal two years ago. right? I mean, made a lot of money, got paid, got the bag how can we don't hear nobody on tv how can we don't hear i don't i don't ever get any texts about josh allen not being worth his money I, I i have yet to see it i can go through the list of my texts i can go through the tv shows i ain't heard nobody questioning josh allen for only winning two playoff games right i i, I haven't heard anybody questioning him and now we gonna see the ravens gave lamar the bag which they should have done earlier but it got done when it got done. They signed OBJ, so now he has a real receiver. And hell, I don't know what OBJ is going to be. I if OBJ is eighty percent of what the what OBJ was in his prime, unbelievable. The Ravens will be un, already. The offense has jumped massively because now you got him and Rashad Bateman and Mark Andrews. Draft is happening right now, and it, I swear to God, if the Ravens find a way to get B. John Robinson, cancel Christmas. Cancel Christmas. It's over. Okay? There is nothing you can do with that squad if they get a running back like B. John Robinson to put in the back. Now, I know it's tough because they're the 22nd pick. Who knows if they can make a trade get up there. But this is so dope for them, especially for the city of Baltimore, like that area, to finally have this dude locked up. They're showing, yo, we are about this man, and we're going to go forward and build with him. And I'm just excited, man. I'm, I'm so excited for that dude and, and excited about what's going to happen and, and to see where it's going to go. And they play the 49ers this year, right? The Ravens play the 49ers in san jose at levi and guess who's gonna be there this guy i'm gonna be there so i can watch lamar get beat by my 49ers because that's i mean that's what we're gonna have to do but boys it's gonna be exciting it's gonna be exciting and we got the nfl draft going on there should be no i mean i'm gonna look at it right now there should be no surprise at who was the number number one overall pick it's got to be Bryce Young, okay? And, hell, I've been talking about this for a while. The black quarterback revolution is upon us, right? Um, I mean, this is the first draft where there was supposed to possibly be the first three quarterbacks. Hell, one, two, and possibly maybe number one, two, and three were going to be black quarterbacks. We've never even had two in a row. Hell, we've only had how many? Number one over pick. Michael Vick was the first one uh then there was cam newton and kyler murray three in the career of the nfl three black quarterbacks number one overall um black quarterback revolution is upon us and when i talked about that there were so many people that gave me backlash about it and and usually it's whenever i say something like that big upping some black achievement in something people like why does it matter because it does man what do you mean, why does it matter? So, so for us to really understand why it matters, you have to understand the history of the NFL and the black quarterback in football in general. I've talked about this before on this podcast. I wanted to play quarterback my whole life. And at every turn through Pop Warner up until I got to my eighth grade year of Pop Warner, somebody always made me play running back or receiver, and they made the white do the quarterback. I was a better thrower than that dude, but I could also run. I was a better thrower than that dude, but I could also catch. So at every turn, and that's just a microcosm of what I went through. Think of it for the eternity of what has been in the NFL. Forever, it was thought that black quarterbacks could not, did not have the smarts to run an NFL franchise. They didn't have the brain capacity to, to handle running a team. They weren't smart enough to make the plays from the pocket. They couldn't read defenses. Fast forward to now, we got three, maybe four dudes going in the first round. And I'm going to celebrate the hell out of that, man, because I know the history of what has been in this league. And it ain't going nowhere. It's only going to keep on going this route. I'm going to say you're not going to have no damn white quarterbacks. I mean, you got some dope ass white quarterbacks in the league. Uh, Joe Burrow. Uh, Herbert, Allen, right? You got some dope dudes, but you're not going to be able to play in this league unless you can move. It's getting too fast. The defenses are getting smaller and faster. You've got to be able to move out of the pocket and make things happen. And if you can't do that, you cannot play in this NFL. So yeah, there's going to be the athletic white dudes who are going to ball, but overwhelmingly what we've seen is that the the quarterbacks are the most athletic have usually been the brothers. So I'm happy to see that now all of a sudden they get in that shine. And right on schedule, as I was celebrating possibly having one, two, three black quarterbacks taking in a row, one, two, three, maybe one, two, four, some stories on Reddit and some GMs who just can't help themselves have started talking themselves into drafting Will Levis. At number two, maybe with the Texans. And uh, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all because they just can't help themselves. They just can't help themselves. These dudes will wish cast their way into having a dude who has no business being there a quarterback just because he looks the part. And yes. The Panthers took Bryce Young. Now we're going to see what the Texans do because they're talking. People have been saying it's Will Levis, and I just can't believe that, right? I watched that dude play. I watched a couple of games, and I ain't seeing it. I heard Mel Kiper Jr. on his draft shows talking about, no Will Levis, you know, don't even think, don't look at the film this year. I mean, because that's all we have to go on. What do you mean don't look at the film this year? Well, he was really banged up, and they didn't have a lot of talent around him. Guess where he's getting drafted and he goes number two? To the Houston Texans. Guess why they're drafting number two? They ain't got no talent around them. So if he couldn't lift up Kentucky in college, what the hell is he going to do with the Texans in the NFL? If he can't lift up college dudes to beat other college dudes, how do you expect him to do it in the pros? What, what are we talking about here? it's just it's just mind-blowing whenever i see this stuff happen zach wilson i saw i literally saw guys on espn and sports center talking about this dude because they saw him on youtube clips youtube clips cj stroud has been dropping in this draft because of course he didn't pass some like smarts test, some SP2 or S2P, whatever, right? Some way they want to try to find a way to downgrade this dude so they can lift up this other cat, right? It's just it's just unbelievable. I mean, you see it happen all the time. I mean, you can go back. I mean, <laughs> I remember when Teddy Bridgewater was coming out in in the draft. The best quarterback in that draft was Teddy Bridgewater. Black dude who didn't really run, wasn't a runner. They dinged him for it. He doesn't, he's not really a good runner, you know? I mean, what are we going to do? Guess who went number one overall that year? Johnny Manziel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 not number one overall. He was the first quarterback taken in that draft. Johnny Manziel. Little guy who scrambled a lot and had little hands which were supposed to be a detriment to 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 people right but for some reason they said no you know his little hands he just but he's got this special grip on his tips that just makes the little hands not even that's not even a thing we got we got to get this guy guys the texans we will see what they do hopefully they don't take will levis and they listen to i mean this is all you need to know if almost every draft expert everybody is is saying that it's the black quarterbacks of the top four and will levis is number five if, if that's how we've been hearing it and for the for most of the entirety of this offseason believe it because they wouldn't be pushing these four black dudes if there was one white dude they could jam up our throats they would not hell the same way i was telling people back when, when we was when the vaccine was coming out yo if they're giving the vaccine to white people, black folks, y'all ain't got nothing to worry about. Go get it, okay? <laughs> Go get it. All you need to do is watch what's happening and see what's being talked about. And even though Bryce Young is the number one pick, I think he's a dope quarterback. He's the most special quarterback I've seen in a long time just because of the way he plays. But the quarterback of this draft with the most upside is Anthony Richardson. I've been talking about him for a while. He's he He walks into the NFL as already the most athletic quarterback in the NFL which is what we are looking for every day. It's what they're looking for. Most athletic. I'm wondering who is going to take that guy, right? Because you got the Texans. Do the Texans take him and stash him away for a year or just play him right away? I mean, who knows? He's only played 13 games in the NFL. I mean, in in, in college, right? Cardinals aren't taking a quarterback. The Colts. Are the Colts taking Anthony Richardson or Stroud? Or the Texans taking Stroud? Which I think they should do. Right, unless they don't think here's the thing. Unless you don't think any of these quarterbacks are your guy, then I understand taking something else. But sometimes you you're just never gonna be this high up again, right? You hope that you won't, unless you think that you're just a trash organization and you're gonna be picking up in the top uh you know on the regular then yeah maybe you take take the best player available if you don't think it's the quarterback who's left for you or there but if you're up in the top 10 and there's like a quarterback that you think is generational you think is dope you got to take that dude and just roll the dice and see what happens i mean hell they're not even giving these guys that much money anymore these guys probably going to sign a four-year deal worth 30 34 million dollars that's peanuts for your for your quarterback room right you and I, and I hate to say peanuts because that's part of the way that people think about these these salaries now is just oh they can take this money they can do this or that that's a lot of damn money but i'm t- in relativity to the quarterback rooms that's not a lot of money to be paying a guy who's going to be your starter seven eight million dollars a year that's nothing to them right that's a bargain so you just take one of these guys and hope it works out for the best and if you miss on them then you, you draft somebody again in, in a year in two years all right. We also got to talk about Aaron Rodgers real quick. Um Aaron Rodgers finally got to the Jets, the Jets and the uh the Packers swapped some picks. The Packers are now picking 13th, the Jets are picking 15th. They traded a second round pick. One of the second round picks becomes a first round pick for the Packers if Aaron Rodgers plays 65% of the snaps, which you assume he's going to so that should be a first round pick which will probably be in the 20s because even though they got Aaron Rodgers oh Texas took CJ Stroud thank the lord all is right we got two black quarterbacks that went one two oh black quarterback revolution all the way black quarterback revolution is up the way now what are the Cardinals gonna do Okay, uh, I digress are we to get back to the Jets let me get back to the Jets okay so Aaron Rodgers Guys, I watched him last year. And and, and listen to me. I did the same thing with Russell Wilson, okay? I had Russell Wilson on my fantasy squad his last year in Seattle. I watched all the games. He was not good anymore. I tried to tell the Denver Broncos, trust me, I got people in Denver. I tried to call them and let them know, hey, yo, man. It ain't gonna work out with this dude. They ain't wanna listen. They ain't wanna take my calls. I was calling, you know what I'm saying? "Investco field as I was calling them. What nobody trying to take my calls? I ain't got the Jets number. I ain't got Woody, um, Woody, Woody Johnson's phone number, so I can't really get at him. But if anybody would have listened to me, I'm telling you, Aaron Rodgers ain't it no more. You are buying a name. And now it turns out they're gonna have to pay this dude $100 million after the kid restructures his deal because he's supposed to get 60 million this year. So they restructured it and now they gotta hook with him for I think the next three years. The dude is about to be 40. And y'all, we gotta stop thinking that everybody is an outlier. Aaron Rodgers did not look good last year he just didn't it's the facts of it it's the worst output he's had possibly in his whole career that he played like a whole season you watch those games they lost to the Detroit Lions in Green Bay at the end of the year for a chance to go to the playoffs and why didn't it happen because Aaron Rodgers couldn't get it done that's the fact of it so now you're gonna put him and I get it for the Jets fans yo You guys are excited. You finally got a quarterback. And the reason you're excited is because you had the trash that is Zach Wilson playing quarterback last year. So now it looks like anybody that can chew gum and walk at the same time is phenomenal, right? I've seen it happen with the Niners. My Niners, we had Jimmy Garoppolo. He was so terrible that uh, Purdy, Brock Purdy came in and looked that much, a little bit better. We thought he was next coming to Joe Montana. And yes, people were calling that man the next Joe Montana. Jets, it's nice y'all got a quarterback, and people are trying to talk about what their expectations should be. Well, hell, when you traded all that and you're given all this type of money, you should hope that that team is going to make the Super Bowl. But I'm here to tell you, they will not. They're not even the best team in that division. It's still the Bills, right? Hell, the Dolphins. If they have a healthy Tua, knock on wood, hopefully he don't hit his head again. The Dolphins might be better than the Jets. I mean. You've got it. What what Jets fans and what people are hoping is that that defense stays the same. But when do we ever see that? Besides like the 49ers, like when do you see a defense that was dope one year stay dope the next year? The turnovers just turnovers are, are, are you know what I'm saying, are design of luck most of the time. You're not going to get those same turnovers. You're not going to get that same health, right? And so now you're banking on, getting the exact same output from that defense, and Aaron Rodgers being better than he was a year ago now that he's a year older. What what am I missing here? What what am I missing? So I hate to rain in your parade, Jets fans, but y'all just another possible playoff team. I mean, y'all might be, I, I can see 10, 11 wins for them. I can see them making the playoffs. They ain't going on Super Bowl. I mean, the AFC is stacked we already know this the the chiefs the bills the Bengals, the ravens now with 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 bringing back lamar and obj and that defense was amazing the second half of the season they're gonna be dope the browns the like listen the browns looked bad last year why because their quarterback didn't get to practice or be with the team for over half the season that dude is going to get a full off season with this team that is loaded. They're going to be good. There's so much. Oh, my God. The AFC is a killer. It's about to be a killer. So, yo, hey, cheers, you know, Jets fans. Y'all got a quarterback, but y'all ain't winning nothing. And so now the Anthony Richardson watch starts and... Do the Colts do it, or do they go with the guy who looks like he could have been on the Hoosiers? We'll see. Be back after the break. So the NBA playoffs are not disappointing. Oh, we've got to stop. <laughs> Dude, I've been so wrong about, I mean, I haven't been wrong about the Lakers, although we are facing a game six in LA and, oh man, they squandered the AD game. AD has been so up and down these playoffs. I mean, it's only been, what, five games, but he's played good every other game. And last week, last game, he played good and they lost because LeBron just looked like he was, you know, father time was on his ass. So now they're back here in L.A. on Friday, and they've got to be able to pull this out. But it's been such a fascinating playoffs. Like, we've had the, you know, the villains. (laughs) What is it? Dylan Brooks was the villain, and he's turned into the church mouse because he ain't talking. And dude, you watch these games, they're not even guarding that dude. He is out there. He's shooting the—he is building a brick house every game he plays. And, hell, at the end of that game, they put in Luke Kennard for— you know, for Dylan Brooks. And, man, I, and at the end of the game, I seen Luke Kennard with the damn shoulder wrap on and some ice. Looked like he was icing up his left shoulder. Don't look good for them. Hopefully the Lakers can pull this out. They gotta pull it out because the per, the team they're gonna be playing, Sacramento and the Warriors, the Warriors play the same night, right? And the, and the Lakers squandered a chance to have a couple of days of rest to get them old. Yo, when you got Anthony Davis who is always up and down and usually and sometimes hurt and you got Methuselah aka LeBron James on your squad you need every rest day you can get so for them to to lose that game was huge and now they gotta win this game six and lord don't lose this game six because then you gotta play I think it's, it's Sunday they play game seven and then they're gonna start that series with the Warriors on a Tuesday right hell they win this game on friday if the warriors close out on friday which is at oracle which they probably will close out that series starts on sunday there is no rest and they gotta go up to golden state right it's just they're gonna be on planes flying around just so much but the playoffs have been fantastic and last night we had uh, the miami heat and jimmy get buckets Took out Giannis and the Bucks, and man, I mean, it was a great night of basketball. I'm watching that, and we're watching Golden State, Sacramento, which was also a great game. I mean, the NBA has got these scheduled around the same time, and the Bucks went to overtime. So I'm trying to watch the Bucks. Me and my wife, we're trying to watch the Bucks. We're trying to watch, uh, the uh, we're trying to watch Golden State. We're like going back and forth. It is insane. But Jimmy, man, I've been said it long. Been said it. That dude is. He's one of my top 5 players. I'm sorry. Right. Top 5 players currently, not all time. Um, but that dude just gets buckets. If I had to take one guy, I want not if I if I got to take one guy to win a playoff game, of course I'm going with, you know, Bron, right? But man, Jimmy Butler just elevates his game like none other in the playoffs. And it's just fascinating to watch. The dudes, he was talking trash to Drew Holiday. I loved every second of it, man. He was showing him the scoreboard, showing his stats. Man, and he hit a shot, and he was staring back at him. And, dog, that is playoff basketball at its best. And nobody was swinging on nobody. Nobody was, like, trying to fight. It's just, yo, I'm better than you. You can't guard me. Let's do it. And then we can be friends afterwards. But as long as you know I busted your ass. And... As I'm watching that game, I'm talking to my wife and I'm like, yo, the Bucs have no business winning this game. They don't deserve to win this game. There were so many mistakes. Why they kept using going to Giannis down the stretch was just unbelievable. Oh, and by the way, the Colts just took Anthony Richardson. So that is three black quarterbacks who went one, two, four in the NFL draft. Never seen before. Hell, we haven't seen two before in a a row. But we got three black quarterbacks at the top of this draft. Oh, black quarterback revolution is here. But back to the Bucs. They squandered this game. Why they were running the offense through Giannis when Giannis was shooting terribly from the free throw line. Hell, the Heat were just fouling him. He was going to the free-throw line and going one for one. I mean, one for two. He was 50%. He was left at 50% last night. Why they weren't running through Middleton, I will never understand. Why they weren't blitzing Jimmy Butler, I don't understand. Why they didn't have Robin Lopez in to guard the rim at the last second before Jimmy Butler got to make that crazy tipping after he offensive fouled and pushed off on uh, Connaughton. Why did they have 0.5 seconds and two timeouts and didn't use them? I Yo, okay, they won a Super Bowl. I mean, they won an they won a, a NBA championship two seasons ago. Last year, didn't get it done. Milton got hurt. They got bounced, I believe, in the first round by the Celtics. Took them seven games, right? Or no, no I think it was the, was the second round. I think it was sec- second round. Or the Eastern Conference Finals. It was the Eastern Conference Finals. This year, number one seed all the way through, losing the first round. Boldenholz might have to go. Right before he won this championship, people were already questioning what what kind of coach he was going to be, how he's going to handle this. Last night was egregious. This whole series was egregious. They shouldn't even lost game uh, game four up in Miami. They were up by like sixteen points in the fourth quarter no timeouts called no nothing like what I don't understand what this dude was doing these are fireable offenses as a as a coach like literally fireable offenses that last night's game I couldn't even believe what I'm watching I'm like oh my god this is terrible they've got they've got to do something here and who knows what this team is going to be I mean they got Middleton but Drew Holidays on last year of his contract um you got a bunch of other dudes Jay Crowder uh Portis all these guys who are coming up on the end of their deals Inglis right right what are they going to do? How are they going to make this team? Are they going to re-sign all these guys, give them all money? They're going to have to change some things up here. And if you're going to change up the roster, you might as to change up the coach. Hell, they should have just waited and hired Ime Udoka. And now he's going to Houston, which now becomes my second favorite team because he got done dirty. And I'm happy to see him land somewhere. And hopefully he'll get to Houston and really shape them boys up and get along because they got a bunch of talent over there. Um, Knicks took out the Cavs and... I've been saying this about Donovan Mitchell. I've had arguments with with, with friends and, and other people, right? Donovan Mitchell is a very nice guard. You can find a Donovan Mitchell every draft. Every draft. You can find a small guard who needs to take a lot of shots to get points and plays no defense. I've had I've argued with friends about Lonzo. I was, I'm a Lonzo fan, right? And I feel bad the dude's knees is messed up. He'd probably not be able to play no more. But people always ask me, man, Donovan Mitchell's way better than Lonzo. How do you know? Like, what what are they giving? What is he giving that is so above replacement? Like, what do you think would have been better for the Cavs this year on this team? Donovan Mitchell at 6'3, who guards nobody and takes a lot of shots and gets you some points, but also shoots you out of a game? Or a 6'7 guard who shoots when it's when it's there for him is not all about his offense, but it's all about defense and facilitating the ball. I think Lonzo on that team has them beat the Knicks because the, the Cavs have two Donovan Mitchells. The other guy's name is Darius Garland. They've got two small guards who play no defense and shoot a lot. They needed something else. They needed a bigger wing defender, a guy who could knock down some threes, a guy that could be a playmaker for them, and they don't have that. So... Nice in the regular season. Nice player. Never will be a winning dude as your number one guy. It's just not gonna happen. Just not gonna happen. So I'm excited for for these um these these, these matchups. Now we're gonna get the Knicks in the Heat and woo! that's gonna be man it's the 90s all over again that's right? what y'all wanted right although this is gonna be even better than '90s because the players are better we got more talent and the knicks can mess around and win that series but he could too but it don't matter because the celtics are, are the best team in the east now uh they're coming out of the east and you know what i'm sticking with they're gonna play my lakers baby lebron and ad they gonna get it right and we gonna be in the finals and we're gonna have celtics lakers finals baby it's back yes Yes! But, y'all, yo, you've been listening to I'm Probably Right. My name is Reggie Watkins. Rate, review, and subscribe, comment. Please don't be hating. Uh, my man Kevin Cleese is running the show, engineering, producing. Thank you so much, brother. Yo, if you like the podcast, tell a friend. Send it on out there. We'll see y'all next week. Peace.